Welcome, everybody, to uh, uh, a, a new thing that we're going to try here with 390. Uh, my name is Patrick. Uh, you may know me from past championships as, uh, as 2019. Um, I'm joined uh, by two former champs as well that you'll all know and love. Uh, uh, our first uh, guest, uh, Mike, Mike Pelche, uh, please introduce yourself. Hey guys, yeah, you might know me from the playoffs because I've never missed those, um, or the semifinals because I've never missed those either. Three championships to my name. Uh, no one wanted me in their division, so thanks for having me, Pat. It's it's great to have somebody um, who has such a storied career in 390 so far, Mike. So it's a, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, and and our, our next guest, our next guest is uh, uh, the the green jacket. Uh, was handed to me by this man, uh, Gertie. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. You might obviously know me from your 2018 championship. Uh, before Curtis, I was the most recent member to join the league. And as you probably all remember, in my first year, I almost won it, ending in third. And my second year, I won it. Third year was a fluke, so I can't wait to see uh, myself on top of the leaderboards again this year. Nice to be on top. I think it's really cool that we got um, the the three most recent champs here. We we know what it takes almost more than anybody else in the league uh, of um, to just to just run the gauntlet, you know, and um, end up at the end of the season battered, worn, um, tired, but ultimately victorious. And I think I think it's really cool to get our perspectives on this this upcoming fantasy season where, where there's so much storylines to be had and, and obviously uh this isn't your 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 normal football season coming up with covid so um i think i think the listeners will get a lot out of this because we we just know so much about fantasy football that's a great point pat we've just got such a wealth of knowledge you know i can't share it all i don't think we've got the time but um we'll try to do what we can to educate some of our listeners and feel free to sign up to the Patreon if you want to give us some money. Maybe we'll give you a tip or two. Exactly. Those are great points. Uh, this, I know some of these listeners are really, really bad at fantasy football, so we'd love to uh, help them out with some of our some of our knowledge. Um, spoiler, so I think alert, uh, I think we'll the plan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Just I think. I, I think I, I know what you're going to say there, Mike, and that and that there's definitely uh, some of our li listeners will be uh, identified as needing help, and and we'll get into that <laughs> when the time is right. Absolutely. But um, I think I think what we've got planned for our listeners today is uh, a, a mock draft of the first three rounds of the upcoming fantasy uh, uh, fantasy draft, mm -hmm. uh, as well as a power rankings of the current players that are in the league. Uh, we're 
which we we're going to go deep on. We're going to we're going to have some hot takes. I think uh, Gertie's been uh, chomping at the bit to uh, settle some scores with some of the players in the league, and uh, I'm very excited to see them cry. So um, it'll be uh, it'll be great entertainment. Um, what do, uh, we're we're starting off with what gentlemen? I think we've got we go right some... into the mock draft and just right. uh, as that'll be the bulk of this, let's just put out a mock draft with a little commentary. Um, obviously, we're not going to choose each other's picks because we don't want to give away that wealth and knowledge, of course, unless you sign up to the Patreon. Um, and then we'll move on to some of the other content. That's right. Yeah. That Patreon is paying for everything. Uh, it sounds like we're going to get a lot of money from that. Wait, um, I just heard a ping. I think we haven't even gone live yet, and Andre has already sent $100 to the Patreon. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Oh, thank you, Andre. That is so nice. You know, he he tries so hard to be good at fantasy, and um, he's obviously not even close to being a real threat in that in that league. But it's just it's really cool to see that he's like almost like obsessed with it and willing to give us money for that. So, oh, I know it's fantastic. It's very generous. I think he tries to write them off as uh, donations every year. Well. So let's jump into this mock draft. So the way it'll work, as Gertie said, none of us will make our own picks. We've got the draft list order here. Um, so let's just kick it off. Pat, who's Danish taken at number one? I think, uh, I think Danish, um, he's going to try and get back to what uh, the formula that, that, that he's had success with before in fantasy football. And that's taking the, the best player available. Uh, and at this point in our league, I, I just don't think there's a better number one choice than uh, uh, CMC, Christian McCaffrey. So that's who he takes, okay, number one okay. pick overall. Pretty safe. Yeah, moving there. on to the number two pick. Andre owns this pick, and I'll be picking for him. I think he goes with uh, Saquon here. You know, the thing with Andre is he loves to fall apart near the end of the season, and Saquon, as we know, gets injured near the end of the season. So I think it's a perfect pick for him right there. Number three, Gertie, yours truly. So I know, I think you've gone back and forth on QBs a couple times. Don't know what's really worked for you in the past, but I think you saw, you know, myself pick Mahomes at two last year, and I think you go to Mahomes here at three. With, a, with an inkling or attempting at taking Lamar. Yeah, I'm not going to comment on that, Mike, but uh, that seems like a, a valid pick, I'll say. Okay. The next pick is yours, Mike Pelche, with number four. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we are, the discussions that we've had um, would lead me to believe that uh, Ezekiel Elliott will be your, your, uh, your pick yeah. at this uh, number. I'm going to be choosing for Jay here. We know in our league... Um, there's always a run early at QB, justified or not. But I think uh, Lamar Jackson gets taken here. I totally agree with that, 100%. Yeah, I agree with that too. And then I think it kind of, you know, makes Mike Caldwell question here at six, which way should he go? You've got those top tier backs off the board. I think he keeps it simple though, maybe a little bit surprising, and takes Kamara. You know, I think that's a good pick. I won my championship with Kamara as my lead back, so um, he's the type of character that just leads you to a championship. I get to pick my uh, my division mate here uh, in Patrick Neville, and um, I can tell you if I'm summoning the role of, of Patrick, he is terrified at this moment. He is all of his picks have been used. He thought somebody would fall to him, um, so he is going to take. Uh, Michael Thomas in an absolute mistake Ooh. of the first round. Wow. And, uh, yeah, he, he, he pulls the trigger on that. I think what makes him sweat a little bit more is that you're right behind him. That's going to... Big time. Up. 
breath on the neck, you know? That's what I'm doing. That's I, I love to I love to intimidate like that. Love it. And now the champ is who I'm choosing for here. He's gonna come in. He thinks he has it all figured out. And maybe he does. I don't know. But what he looks at, he looks at the board and he says, I'm not gonna take another QB this early. I think I got value later in the draft. So I'm gonna take someone who I think is a boomer best pick. And I go with Dalvin Cook here for the champ. Okay. How does the champ feel about that? I'll tell you, I'm not. I, I, I'm not taking Dalvin Cook. I, I, I have no problem releasing that information. But uh, that was the wrong pick, Gertie. Sorry. I uh, <laughs> don't mean to embarrass you on the podcast like that. But. All right. So Suds coming in here. Seen a couple of QBs. A lot of running backs go off the board. I think if I know my good buddy Suds, he might pivot at this point. And he's going to take a QB here. The question is who. I think I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. Tempted for a Kyler, but I think he goes Russell Wilson. There's no backs there. No backs there, and I think the run of QBs might be coming, and that'll worry him a little bit. Yeah, definitely. And I think Nolan here, his his position is he's just going to chirp anyone in case they try to take his pick early or try to get into people's heads. But when he faces this pick, he looks around the board. He doesn't want to jump in that QB run just yet. So what he's going to do is he's going to take Josh Jacobs, a stud mm. running back out of... Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders uh, with that newly revamped offense. I think he thinks a lot of potential out of Josh Jacobs. And then I also have the honor of choosing for our new joined member of the league, someone who I just faced in the Super Bowl in our Madden League and won. Um, so not only am I champion in 390, <laughs> but also in our Madden League. So it's it's fantastic to be with fellow champions here as well. In true, 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 true. Um, so I think... As Curtis comes in here and tries to stake his name, I think he goes with another boomer bus pick, which is Nick Chubb. Wow. Yeah, that's solid. Okay. And then I think Ryan's sitting there at the turn, kind of licking his chops, excited about getting two quality players. I think the first one he takes is Julio Jones. And he's really excited about that. And then Ryan gets the, the flip, too. And I just, I just don't see how he turns down Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. That's great to sit there at eleven and twelve. I took him as a cube as a rookie, 12. and he was uh, he was fantastic. So I think that's a very solid pick. Now, when I think about who might be taken next by our dear friend Curtis once again, I think there's a chance that he goes with Tyree Kill. I think he mm-hmm. likes the mm-hmm. thought of having a top-tier running back with a top-tier wide receiver, and he's not ready to get into the QBs yet. If I know my good buddy Nolan as well as I think I do, he's not leaving the first two rounds without one quarterback. And I think he will be so pumped to make this pick and just have him on his team, Dak Prescott. You know what? That's a home-run pick there, Mike. Uh, Dak, uh, Dak is, is almost the uh, the mascot for any of Nolan's fantasy teams. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, th- I think, uh, I think you, you nailed that one. So Suds is in a good spot here. Everybody everybody seems to be moving a little bit quarterback, which means that he can, he can sort of uh, zag while everybody zigs. Um, this is a tough choice, but I think he's definitely going running back. Okay. And I think I think he would be pretty excited with Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's a bit of a slip. I mean, as per the rankings oh. for Henry. Yeah, definitely a bit of a slip. I, I and I, I don't think it was like Suds' number one choice, but 
that in the second round to get a running back who who's just going to get fed the ball for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I I just think he likes that. I think he likes that a lot. Yep. Then we're down to the champ. I get to pick for the champ. Yours truly, Mr. Hallwell. I think you look at the board. I don't know that you can... So your boy is not going to be there at the next pick, I don't think is what you're going to think here. You love to double up on running backs, and you're just going to be like, we're going with Joe motherfucking Mixon here. That's a home run pick. Yeah, in in the opposite way that Gertie got the first pick completely wrong. Mike, (laughs) everything about that pick is right. You are 100% correct. See, what I love about Hallwell right now is the mind games he's trying to play. Mm. He's oh, yeah. so against this pick because he knows he's taking it. So listeners, watch this happen. I don't know. I actually believe Hallwell here. We have, based on our conversations last week, and won't reveal too much that was between the champs, but we all know he loves Joe Mixon. Well, it makes sense why he did this season then. Welcome to the jungle, baby. That's what they say. So Neville's going to come in here at pick 18, and he's got a bit of a stretch till his next pick. Hallwell's just taken two running backs. Curtis, what's he got going on? He's got a running back and a receiver. I think Neville's going to want to go QB here. I think he goes to Sean Watson. And I, I just love that pick because uh, it's a panic pick. It's another one of just, ooh, I, maybe a little more thought on that one. Uh, so I get uh, I get the next two picks, uh, yeah. amazingly. Um, knowing my brother like I do, I'm very confident that he, at this pick, if he's still available, will take Aaron Jones. Okay. Um, That's a home run right my, there. Jones is going to be Michael, the ball this year. Michael had Aaron Jones on his team last year, and, and he liked him quite a bit. So I know there's positive vibes in that regard. And then at the twentieth pick, I get to I get to pick for Jay, uh, who took Lamar Jackson in the first round. I think we all agreed that that was a uh, a solid pick. Um, Jay Jay's going to be smart about this, and he's going to go running back. And there are a plethora of candidates that he could choose from, but I think I think Jay, like all things he does, he's going to shock the world. Is it going to be? I'm so excited. I know exactly what it's going to be. My bet is Clyde. I knew it. Oh, okay. And you are, you are totally correct there, Gertie. I think, I think Jay sees Clyde and he says, yeah, I want him on my team. Well, I don't know if that's a big stretch or a surprise, but maybe to some people. Not to me. Now, so I get to choose from Mike Peltier. Now, I think Peltier, when he looks at this pick, he thinks, you know, I could go QB. But then I think in the psychology aspect of things, and Mike Peltier faced Devontae Adams for years in Madden in the NFC Conference Championship. He knows what the guy is made out of. He goes Devontae Adams right here. You know when Pat said I hit a home run on his last pick? You just struck out hard. That was um, awful. Terrible. Gertie, two, two <laughs> swings, two misses. You're like the Andre of this podcast. Well, I mean, I just look at the rankings, boys. That's fair. That's I look fair. at where right. the psychology is, and I know in the back of Peltier's mind, he sees Devontae sitting on the board there, and he thinks of all the times that he this had to it. witness him go off, and he says, I want him to go off on my team. We'll see what happens. So, we'll see. I mean, Gertie, so, maybe part of that is, sorry to, to cut you off, Pat. Um, no, no, that, no, that's great. That I've got you coming behind me. Maybe your thinking is I want to snag him from you. Could see that a little bit, that angle. 
there's a lot of there's a lot of psychology in this draft, my friends, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm just playing every angle here. Maybe this whole mock is just a psychology trip. Maybe you got making everyone overthink their picks and wondering what's happening on their board. We'll find out. But this is a pretty mm-hmm. accurate mock so far. I think we got some good teams going. Gertie, I, mean, I got to come Andre in with your, your second yet, so we're we're in a good position. That's nice. yes, that's right, that's right. Well, he's got he's got yeah. His pick's coming up. Gertie, I got your your second-round pick. Um, you took Patrick Mahomes in the first round. Uh, I, I think you need some uh, some meat on your team. Um, and so I think you got a, you got a bit of a tough decision here. I'm going to actually say you take Kenyon Drake. Whoa. You know, I don't hate the pick, but I don't love it either. Yeah. But it's not, a, it's not a bad pick. Yeah. You know, I could, I could live with that. I mean... I've never taken a QB before the third round before, so this is just an adjustment. But um, that's not that's not a terrible pick. Okay. Wow. There you go. So Andre's up here, and I think Andre. So let's see where he's got he's got a bit of a turn here. So he's got two picks coming up quick, but I think he's got to fill the QB spot in one of the next two picks, and then he's probably going to lean another running back. If I got if I know Andre like I think I do, Justin Tucker is also there, so that's tough. I think he goes. Got to account for the tuck bomb. DeAndre Hopkins here. He's gonna wait out on a QB a little bit longer. Yep, I could definitely see that. So I get the honor, albeit the pleasure, of choosing one of Danish's back-to-back picks, as Nolan called him that sweet, sweet pastry. Um, <laughs> who do I think here? You know what? He has run CMC, so he has that number one running back on his team. I think he looks around the board and he sees someone that really excites him. I think he goes with Mike Evans here. A top-tier wide receiver, working with Tom Brady. Uh, chance to be a top-five offense in the league. I think he I think he's, he jumps at that. I like it. I think that's a decent pick. And then, but this is me again, I believe, right? Danish is second back-to-back here? Okay. So, CMC, Mike Evans. I think he loves... The NFC South, and he goes Drew Brees. Interesting. All He's right. going to be Pat worried gets about to choose for for young Andre again. <laughs> young Andre. So Andre Andre has a uh, <clears throat> uh, a question of his loyalty at this point because um, he's definitely going going quarterback. But the two things that he's sort of drumming about in his in his mind as as this pick comes around is do I do I take my former lover in Tom Brady and his new mistress of a team in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or do I try and screw over uh my rival of Mike Pelt and taking Matt Ryan Mm -hmm. but I think his heart I think his heart wins out and I think he uh he goes back to uh Tom Brady you know I I see this pick happening and I think it's awful I think it's just a terrible pick, but I I cannot wait to witness this happen live. So much the same. I think Gertie's going to step up here, look at the board, and kind of have that dilemma. He's going to see Aaron Rodgers sitting right there, and I think he's going to have, like, euphoria thinking about Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers being on his team and takes Rodgers. Well, I mean... I, I've actually never had Rodgers on my team, so that does sound enticing. But looking at my team right now, it's definitely a little top-heavy, a little scary. No no real depth, but those two QBs for me, that could be a championship right there. Yep. 
So this is this is definitely what we call a uh, a run in the business. As three quarterbacks have been the last three picks. Uh, Mike, it's your it's your pick in the in the third round with the twenty eighth pick. Uh, and I think you you get while the getting's good and get grab your first quarterback in Matt Ryan, who is also the quarterback for your team. Love this run. <laughs> Just taking our boys. A lot of loyalty here. Uh, a lot of loyalty. So I think Jay says I have Lamar Jackson. There's some other QBs on the board I can wait. I have a top tier uh, running back in Clyde. And so what I need now is someone who can catch the ball. And that person is probably one of the top pass catchers in the league right now. That's Travis Kelsey. Mm, I like that pick. I know I made it. And then... Oh, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mike right. Hallwell here. He's got the next pick at number 30. I think he sees Kelsey go off the board. You know, it's an interesting draft for Mike because I think in the past he's he's focused on QBs, but I think his, his QBs are going to be off the board here. I don't think he's comfortable taking a Carson Wentz or Jared Goff or Matthew Stafford at this point. I think he can wait a little bit longer. I think he maybe surprises a little bit and goes Kittle. I actually, I actually really like that pick. Yeah, I think at that point. I think, I think that makes sense. Yeah, um, I get to choose my division mate, uh, Patrick Neville. Once again, he looks at his team. He says, "I need a running back," and I think. He has no problem taking Austin Eckler in this pick. Ooh, that's a good pick. Now, I know I know the champ, and he loves to be the king of sleepers. He's looking at two people on the board right now, and he's wondering, how the hell have they not been picked? But he's pretty stacked at the running back position, so he doesn't want to load up. So I think here, what he does is he goes with Chris Godwin. You know, he gets... Ooh, oops, that's in the wrong space. Um, he sees that there's a chance to get a hmm. top wide receiver who can catch a ton of balls, and he doesn't think there's enough QB talent yet to go for that run. How's uh, the champ feel about that? What I, 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 dig, I dig Godwin. Um, he certainly could end up at my team, on my team for sure. I'm not sure if I would spend it um, with that pick, but I... Honestly, it's it's a it, a lot of the stuff he said. I I'm, I agree with. So, and now so, Suds. Suds just to add, sorry, just to add on that last point before you move on. Yeah, I could totally see Hallwell leaving the first three rounds with three running backs. In fact, he yeah. Probably I mean, I think before. Suds here is going to take someone that Hallwell was thinking about taking. He sees the value. He has a top QB. I don't think he has any wide receivers that he's just jumping on getting, but I think he sees Miles Sanders here as an absolute steal, and he loads up. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, so Nolan, Nolan's pick in the third round. I just got to check his team. What is he working with? Josh Jacobs and Dak Prescott. You know what? Nolan is going to see that the quarterback situation needs to figure itself out, and he... I just got to get back to my list. Sorry, everybody. Oh, no, I've not gone too far. Um, it's a price. Yeah, Nolan, Nolan's going to make a move here. Oh, yeah? Nolan, Nolan, Nolan is, is not pleased with this pick, but it's the, it's the best option for his team as he snags Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. 
I like that pick. Not the defensive end. Not the defensive end. But with that, Nolan's thinking he's got his quarterback situation figured out, and he can start filling out the rest of his team. Mm-hmm. And then you got Curtis. Happy to close out these three rounds with Curtis. Doesn't have a QB yet. I think he goes Baker Mayfield here. Nice. I think he's upset that Josh Allen went right before him. We know he's got a soft spot for the Bills. Now, I don't know Ryan that well, but my take on Ryan is he likes Flash. He likes big personalities, and he likes people who can go all the way. And so I think we end it the third round here with a potential game-breaker in Mm. Curtis's favorite target, Baker Mayfield's favorite target, Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, Good that's solid. That's solid. Um, so that's the end. That's the end of our uh, our mock draft. So we can uh, we could maybe post this. I think this would be a pretty fun thing to throw up in the chat. Um, yeah. Sorry, I also have some breaking breaking news. If okay. we have a drop for that, yeah, absolutely. Um, Schefter Schefter's tweeting that the Ravens are cutting Earl Thomas. Wow, wow. that's big. Crazy. That is big. So okay. So quick thoughts. Just let's look through the teams and maybe pick a favorite and pick a least favorite. I'm gonna start. I love Ryan's team: Julio, Kyler, and OBJ. I think the wide receivers are the flavor of the week, if you will, in fantasy football. I think he's got a great base there. It depends what he does in four, five, and six, but I think I really like that team in the first three rounds. Yep. I'll I'll go next. I'm a fan of Jay's team. I mean, he has Lamar Jackson, which you know could get injured, but you know, can't have anyone who can score you more points. He has mm-hmm. Clyde, who he got late in the second, who could be easily top three in fantasy running back. And Travis Kelsey, who is basically a top three wide receiver, gets the touchdowns, gets the yards. I think that's a force to be reckoned with right now. Yeah, high high ceiling there, right, on that team? That's what I like about it. This, this is going to blow everybody's brains, but I actually dig Andre's team a bit. Um... <laughs> Saquon, I know, I know, but he's got Saquon, he's got DeAndre Hopkins, and he's got Brady. That seems like pretty good balance to me. A little, he could use a little more gas uh, with his his QB, but his wide receiver and running back are like legit number mm-hmm. one options for scoring this year. So like, you could do worse. Yeah, yeah, so, that's fair. Good. I mean, what do you get when you get three champs, two and other players' teams? You're gonna have parity and you're gonna have balance, right? <laughs> the way it should be, you know. <laughs> We yeah. kind of we kind of get how it operates, and so it'll be exciting for us, our listeners to come in and actually show us um, how little they listen to this podcast. So, a hundred percent. Well, so, talking about that, I think we need to move on to the next segment, which is personally my favorite segment on this podcast. Yeah, let's do it. So the power rankings. Ooh, power rankings. Pat, do you want to give us a rundown of how we came up with these power rankings and what the viewers should expect to hear from it? So um, we're doing uh, we're doing two uh, types of power rankings. We're doing um, our losers power rankings, and this is these are uh, uh, players in our league who have never won the championship. Uh, and so from there, we we rank the players as who is most likely to to ascend into the championship status level. Uh, and then our second power ranking is those champions that are not with us today, uh, where do they rank um, with the rest of the league? We have excluded ourselves from the, the power rankings uh, as being uh, three former champs. We all consider ourselves to be um, above and beyond this sort of uh, petty 
how our struggles we know we're confident in who we are and the players that that we've become so we just don't need to engage in this but we have no problem doing it with the rest of the league so mm-hmm. uh suck upon it 390 so let's let's start with the winners and i'm actually kind of intrigued well i'm more intrigued with the losers but let's start with the winners and maybe do you want to go bottom up or top down bottom bottom up bottom up for sure All right. let's let's let them know who who we're not respecting gertie do you want to jump in or do you want me to take this I'll, I'll go first. I mean, I think at the bottom of our winner's power rankings, we had Danish. Rumor had it that he had to move to Sweden to get a different perspective on how to win again. Um, and I think we all just agreed that we know that there's going to be a pick that comes in that is just way out of left field. And that's going to happen in every round. And we're confident that, you know, where we ranked him is probably accurate. Any yeah. thoughts on two that one? Thing, I, I, I want to add two things about Danish. The last two seasons, he has finished dead last. He is in a he's having a crisis of faith at the moment with his fantasy skills. Uh, it's there. He he'll tell anybody that asks him that he's good at fantasy. We need him to show it. Mm-hmm. Now he Absolutely. he's been bottom of the league for quite a bit of time. Also, if you look at his picture in the WhatsApp chat, uh, he has so much hair now, and it's so curly. It's amazing, and I suggest everybody to take a look at it in three in the three ninety chat. It's his so. Icon. Question for you, Incredible. Pat. Do you think that the hair blinds him when he makes his pick, and that's why they're so terrible? Mm-hmm. Great question. It's possible. It's possible because I didn't start. I didn't win my championship until I started losing my hair. So I would say, I would say you're onto something there, Gertie. A hundred percent. All right. And just just to add for Danish, you know, to give him even more of a chip on his shoulder if it's not already there. Full disclosure, Danish, all three of us had you at the bottom. You scored the maximum score. That's not a good thing here. So clearly, you need to step up your game. So if you need some motivation, just maybe edit out this sound clip and play that to yourself every morning when you wake up. Listen to this on repeat. Be, God, he's like a lifeless fish on like the deck of a boat right now. Nobody's even paying attention to him. Oh, so moving on to the next Our thing, net- Mike. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it, it is it is it is my brother. Yeah. I mean Sorry, I, I ranked him there because he chose me in his division and there's no chance he can win the division when he chooses me in it. So I mm. think that's there's just no recipe for success there. I, I had Mike at number one actually. I think Mike's a great fantasy player. You know, him and Nolan kinda of lead the league in chirping. But I think Mike kind of puts his money where his mouth is. I think he was second last year, but I I always remember him being pretty solid. So I had him at number one. He's he's um I, I think he's made three finals. If we look back at the the records, he's definitely made two, because um, I've played him twice. So it's certainly um, I'm looking at it now and I'm like, huh, maybe he should be higher. So yeah, apologies, Mike, you, uh, you're, you're maybe getting a little bit of disrespect here, but, uh, you know what, why don't you, why don't you make another final win it? And then, uh, we'll, we'll see you shoot up those, those rankings. Number two on the list, we got Ryan. What, what do we feel about that pick? I mean, I don't know. Ryan, Ryan's Ryan. pretty. I know he's just been like, he's always there. He's always got a solid team. Don't know who he is really, but. Shout out to you. I think you're a good fantasy football player. I, I just like his focus. Um, you know, he mutes he mutes the chat. He doesn't have time for the pettiness. He just goes in there, does his rankings, runs his PowerPoint, his Excel. He has a... He, I heard he hired a business analyst just to run wow. numbers for him. That's how into it he is. That's why he has no time to respond to the WhatsApp mm-hmm. group. You could only reach him via text. Hey, Gertie, I, I, I love it. Um, you're totally... 
I think you're totally right that he did hire a third party to sort of um, focus on the on the fantasy piece. He, he does have like a business or um, a workmanlike attitude when it comes to, to fantasy, which is always, always, always a benefit. Ryan represents the, the 258. He's from Kempville, so we know him uh from growing up but yeah he is he's a previous he, he he's a division winner from uh, as recent as last season so mm-hmm. he knows he knows his stuff he, he he gets it done so not not too uh not too surprised by that ranking and at the top of the list he's been uh he's been in our hearts he won it he he's over his bet he's able to type freely again we've got patrick suds patrick suds what do we think about suds i think it's well deserved i think you know, he's been a solid player around 390. But he's also, I would say, he's kind of been lower lately, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't have the standings in front of me, but I know he was in the toilet bowl last year, I believe, with Danish. And I think the year before, I don't know if he made the playoffs or not. So I think he's had some struggles, but he's here up high on the winner's board because hashtag three championships, bitches, um, gets him some respect. That's 100% it. Like, Suds, Suds is the, the other... Uh, member of the three uh, the three titles club and um, it, it's deserved. But Mike, you bring up a great point. If there was if there was a flaw in Suds's game at the moment, is that what what is the 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 most recent success he's had in the league? And it, it's been a while since he's won mm-hmm. last. So, but Suds is always a threat. He's a he's a shark in the water. You give him yeah, he'll, he'll, if he smells blood, he'll 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 go for the win. So. Um, I, I think this was a consensus pick for us as well. Oh, no, nobody's nobody's surprised with no. Suds ending up on top. Right. So. so I'll pass the baton for the next set of power rankings, but for the next one, I think we should go top down. Right. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. So this is the losers' power rankings. We're going to go top down. Uh, so we'll start off with the uh, the individual that we think is most likely to uh, to hoist the uh, their, their first championship this season. Uh, and um, at number one, we have uh, Nolan Nolan Shoemaker. You know, um, I, I've personally always been a flip flop guy myself. So I think with Nolan, what I respect about his game is he's 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 the Brad Marchand. He's a Brendan Gallagher. He's the guy that gets under your skin, chirps you, makes you maybe question some things. Mm-hmm. And I think that ability, I think, you know, people are a little, you know, soft right now, having not won for a while. And I think that has the ability to really change things. I'll say about Nolan that he comes from the uh, the Pat Hallwell School of uh, Fantasy Football. So I know he's got a, a good foundation there. His issue is his substance abuse and drinking. And if he just gets that under control, the sky's the limit for him. But I've seen this guy literally pass out in the middle of a, a 390 draft. Uh, wow. So he just yeah. uh, he just needs to get his substances <laughs> under control. And once he, he does that, he's great. I like that. I mean, I respect it. Full disclosure, Nolan, I had you at the bottom of my list. These guys had you at the top. So you ended up at the top. Oh, sh- um, and that'll be, I mean, I think we always have some spiciness to our relationship, Nolan and I. So I look forward to playing his division again and probably beating him again, quite honestly. Did he win the division last year? Uh, won the division, but lost out in the first round of the playoffs. So. Oh, who did he come up against? Spoiler alert, it was me. I'm the champion for a reason. <laughs> you are. You are. Well deserved. Well deserved. Uh, our next uh, our, our next entrant on the uh, the power rankings is is Curtis, the newest member of 390. 
Uh, Mike, you know Curtis the best. Do you want to maybe start this this spot off? It's a good spot for him to land. I think he's got some uh, striking some fear into the champions over here, right? You know, we've all got some respect for him, and we know next to nothing about his uh, game. Um, maybe his Madden game is playing into that, since all three of us play him in Madden. I don't know. But Curtis, we've got mad respect for you over here, and you're number two on the rankings to take home a championship this year from the loser's bracket. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Curtis gave me his row, so I gave him my rank. Um, he's got that beginner's flair coming to him. We don't know what to expect. He knows his stuff, despite being a Bills fan. I think he's he's got some he's got some flair to his game, and I think he's going to come out swinging. He's also the Batman, as uh, as we all know, and um, no one fucks with the Batman. It's true. Curtis Curtis is ranked highly on my list, be uh, solely because of his. Uh... Uh, new status to 390. 390 kind of has a horseshoe when it comes to uh, uh, to new players. So he he very well could end up as the uh, the champ this season just through no uh, no skill or strategy of his own. Uh, I don't respect him as a player at all, and I ha- will enjoy stomping the shit out of him in my division. Perfect. I love that. Number three. Uh, next, uh, coming in at. Uh, number three, uh, the newly single Jay. Jay was the so there only was one. a um, there's a bit of a controversy with uh, with Jay's team, formerly his partner uh, Patty Mack. Uh, they had a uh, an issue with their team last season, and as a penalty, we divorced uh, that partnership. And Jay is remaining in the league. Patty Mack has has left us. Uh, unfortunately due to his own work stuff but jay jay uh here here's why jay is ranked at number three uh, ahead of some maybe some old uh some ogs of the league jay uh was texting me last night on whatsapp asking who should i draft at number five which i thought was like oh, okay is he is he legit asking for help He's a, he's a, um, a a father. He's got his his family going, so maybe he didn't have enough time. And that, as the conversation sort of uh, continued on, I realized, oh, he's been asking everybody who he should draft at number five. And so I'm not sure if any quest with the same sort of uh, uh, generosity that that I did, but I but Jay is good at the mind games, and I'm good at the mind games too. So game has to respect. A, I think uh, his brain is his best tool in 390. Nobody has anything to say to that. Yeah, I mean, I would say I've I ranked him there because he's already made his biggest mistake. Um, and his biggest mistake wasn't even asking me who he should pick. Granted, I don't think I've ever met Jay, but you know, I'm approachable guy. I know my stuff. So I think that was just a huge mistake. And I think for me, the wild card is who was the brains of that operation? Was it Jay or was it Patty Mac? Mm. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. Interesting point about Jay. You definitely have met him, so clearly he's memorable, Gertie, because I was there the last time when we were at Super Bowl together. So yeah, you know met him at the Super Bowl. Yeah, Jay made a good impression on you. Clearly, takes a while. Uh, you need to enter the winner's circle before I can uh, really remember you. <laughs> um, wow. Jay, Jay was the only one in all of our rankings who was in the top three. So that's pretty impressive. The other two, Nolan and Curtis, slipped in one or two of our other rankings. And still ended up in the top three, but Jay was consistently there through the three of us. So clearly, 
points to some high respect. Now let's move on to who didn't get so much respect. Coming in at number four, Patrick Neville. Yikes. Patrick, Patrick Neville. Who wants to start? There's a uh, there's a lot here, guys. I mean, the first thing I'll say about uh, Patrick Neville is the reason why I have him ranked low is because I get probably at least once a week a missed WhatsApp call from Neville. And a guy who can't control who he fake dials and pocket dials mm-hmm. cannot control who he picks well. And so just with that alone, I just can't see it. I just can't see him coming out on top. That's fair. I think... No, he needs an assistant. That's what I was going with that. Much like Brian has, a, or Ryan has a business analyst. Neville maybe needs someone like that. He just needs some help. I would, I would say he needs like a uh, <laughs> like a personal support worker. Neville is an absolute mess in this league, and he has been for a long, long time. We should have called the cops on that one trade that happened years ago. Oh yeah. Uh, but this is this is the bed that that Neville has made. He he came out with fire last season. He was an absolute machine of a team. Um, can he can he duplicate those efforts this year? I have questions, which is why I chose him to be in my division. So fair. Yeah, it's I don't know. Neville's Neville's gotta gotta make some moves here. I think rebuild the uh, the brand so well why don't you finish this off with the bottom for those who can't figure out the process of elimination by themselves yeah i'm sure there's one listener right now thinking hmm i it's strange that i haven't heard my name but he is our uh, and i put this in quotations our commissioner andre king andre has come in as the lowest on the losers power rankings which I think, especially the events of this week, which if you aren't aware, um, Andre declined a very reasonable um, and highly intriguing bet between him and myself. And and he, uh, I don't know, I don't want to characterize it as cowardice or um, anything like that, but I'll leave it there because I think <laughs> we'll leave so- it there. So what, why do you think, according to Andre, no one wanted him in their division? Yeah. Maybe. This, go ahead, Mike. I was, I was just going to say, you know, I think they forgot about him. I think he just slipped through the cracks. We got to the final three, even myself, and I was like, who's left? And I think Hallwell said, Gertie, Andre, Mike, and, and I was like, holy shit, Andre's still there. So uh, my personal opinion is everyone just forgot about him. I don't think he's feared. He's clearly not feared based on his power ranking, which is, as we all know, the highest level of knowledge in this league. So that's my thought. Yeah. I mean, me and me and Pat, before the podcast, were doing a lot of comic book talk. And I think the thing we both agreed on is Andre is that character who, you know, is the middle-level thug in all the movies. The first one who's the loudest, you know, maybe he's doing all the cool, fancy tricks, or maybe he's just one of the henchmen who are super loud and in your face. But gets beaten down in the beginning of the movie and never gets back up. Danish is the lifeless fish on the boat, on the fishing boat. Andre is the bait that was used to catch the fish. <laughs> there is not a lot going on there, fantasy wise. <laughs> that's a great analogy. Oh, I love that. I mean, I think that's further exemplified based on the Madden League, right? I mean, for those that aren't in our Madden League, 
Andre has made the playoffs once in his, what, 10-year seasons that we've now been in the Madden League? Yeah. In fact, he proclaimed at the beginning of last season that he will win the Super Bowl. Did he win the Super Bowl, fellas? No. No, he did not. Did he? I think he made uh, the second round. So, I mean, we'll give him that, I guess. Yeah, Andre's been rebuilding for the last 10 years. <laughs> it's a long rebuild. Long process. Yeah, by the time his uh, his players are ready to play, they've already aged out of the system. Yeah, uh, and I don't even want to get go down that well with uh, age and Andre. So I think <laughs> I think that's a great place to uh, to tie it off. Um, and those that's our power rankings, everybody. I, I I don't know. That was a lot of fun to do. So yeah, what are you guys power. most looking forward to in this three ninety season? I'm looking forward to seeing Jay be his own entity um, with Curtis joining the league. I guess we've got kind of two new teams there, so that dynamic will be interesting. I'm also looking forward to, I think we've got parity of champions across the league. It's spread across the divisions. So I think everyone's spread out really nice. I think it'll be competitive, and I'm intrigued to see what the new teams do and who comes in last. That always intrigues me. I mean, I think we were saying Andre and Danish have a good shot at it this year. Um, but yeah, that's my kind of two cents. I'm excited to uh, make a trade again this season. Um, oh, yeah. It hasn't. It's been a while since I uh, was able to sort of uh, negotiate and haggle. So I'm open for business. Everybody uh, would love to uh, would love to make a deal that works for the both of us, which is always what I try and do. So excited for that. I yeah, think you... what I'm most excited for this year is just to see. I mean, I think you hit on the trade aspect. Um, See what new blood these uh, these new members bring, especially from a trade aspect, because you two, especially on this podcast, are notorious for the worst trade offers I've ever seen in my fantasy career. I think every trade I've ever received... Oh, <laughs> oh we lost Gertie there. Wow, weird. <laughs> so weird. What I will say, like... while he's connecting again, it seems like we cut him off, but to our loyal listeners, we didn't. Um, we didn't. What I'll say when he comes back is there's four championships on this side of the table, so I don't care how bad our trade offers are. Count the rings over here. You can say no. All that, that like like saying no is totally fine. It's your prerogative. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, Gertie, you're back now. Uh, you dropped off, so we just uh, we're not really sure what the uh, the end part was there. Oh, I was just saying. I'm I'm glad that we got the chatter back, and I'm just looking forward to. You know, a season full of chirps, um, laughing at Andre's inability to win a game, and uh, just some some good old fashioned fantasy football talk. It will be nice to have that that all back and get the uh, uh, connections going. Uh, yeah, it's going to be an exciting season, guys. I'm I'm happy it's back. I'm happy to uh, to just be focused on something other than this COVID shit. So I'm uh, I'm happy everybody's safe in the league too. So. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to get back at it. We're a week and a half away from our draft, so that'll be fun. Okay. Well, I think uh, I think that's it. We will. We hope you enjoy, and I uh, will. Uh, we'll see everybody uh, at draft time. Take care, guys. See you guys. Hey, everyone.